It is time to bring in our good friend who's hanging out there in McKinney, Texas. Houston Nut, the coach. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Really good. Real good. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. Let's see. Uh, let's, it sounds like you're just finishing up me, you know, maybe like an early dinner or late lunch. I want to know what was on that, that nut menu today. Hey, you're not going to believe it. Okay, bring it. Fred, uh, Freddy's cheeseburger. <laughs> a Freddy's cheeseburger, and I mean it. I love it. And you did it. You did it just to commemorate you your appearance on this show today. You know what? I, I, I really didn't plan it that way, <laughs> but it just it just happened. And I said, you know what? This is really a perfect time for me to go uh, and get this cheeseburger and fry it. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, hey, those, those Freddy's fries. Come on, man. When you get them hot and fresh, oh, oh, ri- ridiculous, oh, right? Absolutely perfect. They were golden brown. And, I mean, perfect. Absolutely great. And then, let me ask you, Houston. So when you get the burger, I mean, do you just go with the, the regular or do you go California style where you could get the, uh, you know, the um, the lettuce and the, and the tomato and all that kind of stuff? Or do you go exotic like I do and you go off to the number five? You got to get the number five, the jalapeno pepper jack. I'm really not on your level on that part. (laughs) I I, got to stay with the lettuce, tomato. Okay. The the double burger. Yes. And I'm just not quite on your level on the jalapeno. And I can do it ever so often, but that's not really. Hey, I want the true cheeseburger. I love it. And, and I'm glad that you at least do the California. So you get that lettuce and tomato yeah. and, and that sauce yeah. on there. There you go. My, okay, no question. My man. No question. My man. There it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, when was the last time you had some barbecue, man? Well, it's been a while. Wow. It's been a while. I, I got to get that done sometime this week. All Probably right. Saturday. Uh, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's remember we got the breaking news coming. That the Aces uh, have just been waiting for their opponent, and we find out last night it is going to be the Dallas Wings. They eliminated the Atlanta Dream in the WNBA quarterfinals, so they swept Atlanta, which means it is Aces and the Wings, games one and two here in Vegas, coming up on Sunday afternoon. All right, Houston, you better be watching that nationally televised on ABC, or you know you can go listen to yours truly on the radio broadcast. You can do that. Game two will be on Tuesday night. And then guess what? Friday? Guess where game three's at, Houston Nut? You're not, you're not coming to Dallas. I don't believe it. <laughs> coming to Dallas, baby. There it is. I'm back in Dallas. <laughs> and and here is the big breaking news because I'm coming to Dallas, and this will be the third time I've come to Dallas over the last probably two and a half, three months. But it'll be the first time I'm coming to Dallas while hopefully you're in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping now. I'm already trying to move a little speaking deal. I'm trying to move it, but because uh, your man, because you gave me the word, you're coming in. I'm trying to get some things done because I got something I'm supposed to do, but I might be able to move it. Okay, well, I don't want you to go you know, too much trouble to try to move. That's why I was trying to give you as much notice as possible, basically a week's like notice. It. And here's the thing. So I'm coming in like really late that that uh, Thursday night. We got the game on Friday. So uh, Saturday, you know, it all depends. I could be there for like three or four days. It just depends okay. on how the series unfolds. I mean, if it's a sweep, man, I could be in and out of there pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? So, you, 
right, you know, right, 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 right. You, you got you got to let me know here because uh, so so I can get my travel agent. Are you not coming in Thursday afternoon? I mean, I was thinking on. about that. But here's the thing: I, I could do that. I could do that, but then I I couldn't do my show. So I'm waiting. Oh, okay. and you so, got so much going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so do yeah, I do you, my you show or, or do I get? Your, you can, yeah, you can't leave your show hanging like that. Come on. But but here's the deal though. Now if I hear that Houston Nut is taking me to a fine steakhouse, then I'm gonna say, okay, there's some motivation to get a fill in. <laughs> hey, I, I got a couple of places, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna have a hard time matching matching what we did Vegas. <laughs> hey, that's okay. We we understand, as you know, my friend. Right? There's a first string and a second string. There's a varsity and there's a JV. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes you can get a good, you know, JV, you know, uh, you know, court or you know, a, a field. You know, so I, you know, you can have a strong second string there. You can have a strong one. It's okay. I don't. I don't believe it'll be second string. I believe it'll be one A, one B. Ah, I like that. I, I like that, brother. All right, we'll look forward to that. All right, so let's talk a little college football, and let's talk a little Colorado. Let's talk a little Coach Prime here. I mean, Coach Prime is three and zero. What's going on in Boulder? Come on. Uh, what's going on is this: you got a guy that's uh, he's magnetic, and they follow him. They believe him. Uh. I spoke to his team when he's at Jackson State. I spoke to his team when he had the high school team in Dallas. And now at Colorado, it's the same formula. And he's real. And he's flashy. But i tell you what I love about it, though. TC, he works those guys extremely hard. They're well-coached. And he holds them accountable. And, hey, yeah, he's going to be on 60 Minutes. Yeah, he's going to... Uh, have his own name on his nice hoodie, but when it gets down to the the nuts and bolts, no pun intended, mm-hmm. nuts and bolts, this guy is coaching them up, and they believe. And when you start to believe, that's when you achieve, and that's exactly what's happening. And his son is no joke. His son is really a good football player that's very accurate, and it really showed me something when the ball was on the two yard line. And he takes it 98 yards, perfect execution. Because I'll tell you, Colorado State was coming to play, and their defensive line was was hitting. Mm-hmm. They were hitting Sh- Shadura. They were hitting him now and teeing off on him. And so I, I give I give him a lot of credit to be three and zero. And now these next two weeks, woo, here we go. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be musty TV. Now I don't I don't know if they can win. But uh, you just know they're going to be prepared. They're going to be ready. They're going to have confidence. I wish Travis Hunter, I wish he was playing. Mm-hmm. Because the guy's such a difference maker. When you look at this, I'm going to talk about Coach Prime and the coaching aspect here in a minute. But when you look at personnel that they've brought in and you look at what they're running schematically, what do you see with this Colorado team that's different in years past? Everything's different. If you look at the last two or three years, what's happening in Colorado to, to right now, it's so different. I tell you, you got to give him credit. In this new world of coaching that I didn't have the opportunity to to, to, to go in a room and say, okay, you're probably your best bet is to put your name in the portal now because I'm bringing a lot of guys. Right. And, right. and you know, to just transform the whole team uh, that's more athletic and, and playmakers all over the place. It's just a different different game now. And so 
But what the biggest difference is when he hired Sean Lewis of Kent State. I don't know if you've ever seen his teams play at Kent State, but uh, he knows what he's doing. He keeps people off balance. Uh, I love the game that he went from RPOs to spread the field out from sideline to sideline. And the ball's out of his hands. And the they don't have the best offensive line. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Shadur knows where to go with the football. And you got to give Sean Lewis a lot of credit uh, of what he's done with the team. And, and those receivers have been outstanding. And they know they know what to do. Precision routes and uh, the ball's out. And I tell you, they're, they're fun to watch. Now, this is going to be interesting now as they step up a level now as far as competition. How much does... He, I don't want to say his antics, okay? Because a lot of people will say, "Oh, you know, he's 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 all show and he's all this other kind of stuff." But the bottom line, if you listen to some of these speeches pre-game or halftime or post-game, there is a lot of emotion there, you know, from him. And you know, people will say, "Okay, he's an actor; he's putting on." But the bottom line is this, and you know this better than anybody, right? And it leads to the question: Is how how much? Does a locker room or a team need a real good motivational speaker as a coach and someone that can really, you know, get the best out of these players? Because a lot of coaches aren't, as we know. So in in your time, uh, just yourself included, and other coaches you've been around for all these years, how important of an aspect is that to have a guy that can do that? Well, here's what I think is important. DC number one, you've got to be real. And what I mean by that is this: those players, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's first and foremost. And so you can throw X and O's out the window to start with. You've got to build that relationship of trust. And then when you have trust, you get commitment. And then when you have commitment, now you have care. And when you got those three things. You've got something. And that's what Dion has. And Dion is a is a heck of a motivator, heck of a speaker, but take all that away. If you went from player to player, they're gonna tell you that they believe in him and they know that he cares about them. And when you look at him, and I've seen it firsthand, he goes from player to player and not that he's totally involved in total X and O scheme. He has something to do with it. But when you see, he's more of the, uh, I want to get you right, not only on the field, but off the field. And then he'll go coach a DB for two periods. Then he'll jump to a wide receiver and help him for two periods. And then he'll see somebody down that's not performing at the level he's supposed to be. And he'll go get him. And so it's just constant of moving people where they can't go by themselves. And that's what he does so well, and it's so good. And uh, you just got to give him a lot of credit because he has shocked the world uh, in, in college football because nobody, nobody gave him a chance the first game. Nobody. Right. Houston Nutt joins us, the former coach, breaking down a little college football. Which team has been the biggest surprise for you so far this year after the first three weeks? You know, the biggest one for me is Florida State. Yeah. I know they had a little down game, Boston College, but um, I didn't realize uh, Justin Krause, the recruiting coordinator, used to work for me, and, and he kept telling me he felt, felt like they are putting together putting together a team. 
and especially uh, he mentioned watching the wide receivers. And I tell you what, you watch. Uh, I think what is it, Campbell? This guy that transferred in somewhere. I can't remember exactly, but uh, they, these guys can play. And then, of course, the quarterback Travis. This guy can run and throw. And I'm really anxious to see this week. This Florida State Clemson, I'm dialed in now, TC. I'm dialed in. Oh, yeah. Because something's got to give now. Yep. Something's got to give. Either on the Dabo side or Norville side, something. This this game right here now is going to be something. And uh, I'm really excited to see. We're going to find out some truth now about what's what's getting ready to happen. There's a lot of games this week that you're going to find out about a lot of teams. And that's why I'm excited about this week. But if you ask me who surprised me the most on offense, defense, and everything, special teams, I'm going to go. I think they got a lot of athletes in Florida State right now. They're playing pretty good. Now, they they uh, they had to get by when Boston College came after them. But uh, this is uh, this going to be good this week. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, we got some great games this Saturday. By far, this is the best Saturday we've had so far. I want to yeah. get your take yeah. on, on a few of these games, but and, and start with the Florida State and Clemson game here. And you're right, something's got to give because I think a lot of people, including myself, have given Clemson a little bit of a pass last year, and then we thought, okay, fine, and they got the quarterback situation worked out. But I'm not so sure. I mean, think about this, Houston, right now. This is crazy to say. But this is true. Clemson is on the outside of the top 25. They're not top, they're not even in the top 25 right now and it seems that Dabo see not seems I think it's pretty factual that he is one coach that has not embraced the transfer portal. I mean, he's got he's you know where these other you know coaches like Deion Sanders and Florida State all these, they've got all these other guys and Dabo's not doing it. Do you think there's a reluctancy for that or what do you think is going on with Clemson and what are we going to see with this matchup this week? Yeah. Well, Dabo, you know, you, that's what you hear that uh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't like it. Again, I'm not up there. I don't know that for 100%, but uh well, there it's almost like you got to embrace it now. And because that's just the way of the world and you know, a lot of coaches don't. They, they don't like the. They they want to develop these young men from high school, and, and they don't want a lot of transfers. But when you look at the landscape of the country, there's something about getting players that have laps around the track or, or some experience that's just going to be better than a, an 18 year old who's just coming out of high school. And so, hey, it's a different it's a different ball game recruiting NIL portal. We've talked about that before. And so that's why I mentioned about this game. I'm really curious because that talk, that conversation you just got through bringing up, that's going to be the talk of the town now uh, when Florida State plays Clemson. And Clemson, hey, if, if, if they don't win, you know, everybody wants to win. Everybody's lost. They all, everybody wants to win yesterday. But there's something about the recruiting process now that it's it's different. And so the bottom line is, you know, you got to perform. So it, it's going to be interesting to watch this. I'm I'm real curious, too, on Notre Dame, Ohio State. Uh, I look at Sam Hartman. I've seen him a thousand times. Uh, seems like at, at Wake Forest, take his team down the field, and he's doing the same thing. And he doesn't throw interceptions. So now how will he do – uh, a team like Ohio State, a lot of people think are very, very good. 
So it's it's what college football is about. It's it's fun, but it's a different world now. Ohio State Notre Dame. That's a lot of in- intrigue right there. I want to hit you on Ole Miss and Alabama as well too, because obviously yeah. this, this Tide team is not the same team that we're seeing. Uh, Nick Saban's got himself a, a quarterback issue. Now he's going to go back to Milrow once again. And we know he's got on out of the sideline, got old Lane Kiffin. I mean, this one, I got this one circled. I mean, I got Florida yeah. State Clemson circled, but I got Ole Miss Alabama circled, even though both teams, you know, they might not be the same we've seen the last couple of years. But I don't know. What do you think about this? Uh, and, and this is coming from the former Ole Miss coach here, my man. <laughs> DC, I'm like you. I got this circled up too. I got popcorn and Coca-Cola with M and M's ready to go. I promise you. And because I feel like Lane can move the ball, we all feel that way. And and I love the back. I love Judkins, and uh, he'll mix things up. I'm really anxious to see now. Alabama's got to got to put some things together. That was uh, that's just not Alabama last week. When you when you watch them play, the way they're executing on offense, they gave they've given up some big plays on defense, some explosive plays you're not used to seeing, and so you got to tight button it up right here. You're in the SEC play, so I can't wait to watch this. Uh, I, I just don't know. I, I may see how good Ole Miss's defense is. Check this out, Colorado. Opened a 13 and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm sorry, Oregon, a 13 and a half point favorite over Colorado last week. And then now you got the injury, like you said, you know, to Hunter. And then the line went up to 17. And now we're looking at a 21 point spread, Oregon over Colorado, my friend. And I know yeah. a lot of people are thinking, okay, this is where Colorado, the, the balloon starts to burst. What do you think happens with the Ducks and the Buffalo? I think Colorado will hang in there for a while. I really do. I think they can hang in there. The problem that I see, concerned about Oregon's offense uh, versus uh, Colorado's defense. I don't know if Colorado has enough right now on defense to slow down Oregon. Oregon, to me, looks real fast and athletic. But here we go. That mindset we've been talking about. Colorado, watch out. you got the Dion factor. But I think they'll hang in there. I think they'll hang in there. But at the end, I just think Oregon right now has a little bit more, and I look for Oregon to, to take off. And I don't know about those that point that those those lines. I don't know about that. Be careful on that. You just never know about a mindset of an 18, 19, 20 year old. Remember, Colorado was picked to win what one or two games, and they've won three. <laughs> and so. <laughs> you better watch out on Colorado. They, they, they're, they're. I tell you, I, I just love stories like this because it's just uh, to me, it's an all. It's the change in the locker room, the change in the mindset, and Dion's just done a spectacular job with that. I just think at the end, Oregon has a little bit more. One more for you here. It might be a little under the radar, but UCLA and Utah. Uh, what's going on here in the Pac-12? All of a sudden, we got what you know, uh, eight nine teams that are that are playing some pretty darn good football right now, and this is two of them. You know, UCLA and Utah. What do you think? It's unbelievable that you, you, the Pac ten is like the Pac two now. But ever since they said Pac two, it looks like every Pac team, every Pac team's been winning. Yeah, they don't lose; uh, they're winning, including Washington State, right? In Oregon including, State, including, yeah. including. Don't forget about the two. 
almost I hate to say I hate to use the word orphans, but it's like right. <laughs> those those teams at the end they're playing good football. Yes, they are. And so I tell you, I I, I love Utah. I always love Utah because they're physical, they're tough, and you know Chip Kelly can move the ball and all that. But I, I just I always like the tough. Now, where's that game played? Utah. Yeah, probably would lean home team right there on that one mm-hmm. because of that. But I'm anxious to see. That's another one. There's just a lot of good games this week. But I like Utah on both sides, the physicality of them, and I think they'll get it done. All right, before I let you go, I've got to ask you about this one right here because we have never talked about this. How about the Texas State Bobcats? Huh? They beat Baylor last week, and we talk about the teams that are really using the transfer portal. This Texas State team has got more transfers than anybody else, and they beat Baylor. And now, what's uh-huh. you tell me? Where is Texas State even located at? <laughs> I want to say San Marcos, Texas, but I don't know for sure. But you don't know I, for I, sure. There it is. Hey, my brother. Hey, my, my little brother coached basketball down there. That's a- the reason I forgot. The reason I forgot where they from because they fired him. So I, I forget about him. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, Texas State. That, hey, it goes back to what you said, though. Yeah. It goes back to transfer portal. It can change a team in a season. Here's what blows my mind, TC. That a when I go talk to colleges, the head coach will tell you, uh, got 17 new guys in who hadn't gone through spring. They just got here in June and July, and about 11 of them will be starters. I I don't care where I go, whether it be SMU, Missouri. I speak to these teams, and it, it, it's all it's it's about the transfer who's coming in that had been there and they got a. They got to figure them out and and try to get the chemistry right. Put the best eleven on the field. And Texas State, as you mentioned, they got the most transfers ever. And look at them; they're rolling. Forty-five transfers 45. that they, that they have. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, just right. They actually, actually, they're third, right behind Coach Prime's fifty-three there in Colorado. <laughs> How about that? When did you ever think you'd have 53? And when you were coaching, you might have one or two, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Maybe three oh, or no, four? Hey, you're exactly right. <laughs> and it would be maybe a junior college guy. I'd sign one or two junior college guys. And, you know, we didn't – very rarely did I have a transfer. Very rarely. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe one or two, but – Nothing like today. Nothing like today. And then you can go get a bag of money and go go entice somebody. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of nothing like, okay, we we opened you 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 opened the door here with the food with the uh, with with the phrase. So I'm going to close you with this, my friend. Okay. And like you said, I'm coming to Dallas. I can hardly wait to to break some more bread with you and uh, and go wherever you want to go. You wherever you're going to take me. It was going to be, but like you said, it probably can't match up. Like you said at the beginning of this this segment here to the last spot we were at, and that's the Cosmopolitan, baby. That's Blue Ribbon, my man, John. I know Johnny's listening right now. So what do you want Johnny. to tell what do you want to tell Johnny about them chicken wings and that steak? Hey, let me tell you something, Johnny. First of all, let's start with the bread. <laughs> don't forget about the bread. Woo! Then you bring the then you bring the chicken wings and then the chicken just Hey, don't forget hey, 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 don't don't scoop over the tomato soup there with that bread with oh. the tomato bisque. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't do that. That's, that was you. That's, I didn't do that. That's it. Okay. I went. I went. I went Caesar salad, which was phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't there wasn't anything bad, Johnny. Everything's perfect. Then when the steak comes, I could take my fork <laughs> and I could I could cut it with my fork. 
It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. There, there's an endorsement from Houston Nut. I need, I, I need something because that deal now, uh, one thing about it, that bill was pretty good when I got the bill. <laughs> but but you didn't have to reach for the bill. I mean, you could have let yeah. Dickie. You know, it was an expense to chip for Dickie. Dickie's supposed to pick up the bill. Or I should say, you Missouri. the Missouri Tigers are picking up the bill, and I tried to tell you that. I, I, I really, I really made a mistake there. Missouri Tigers for sure should have picked up that bill. Well, let, let me tell you what. When you're coming back next time, <laughs> when you come back next time, you're, you're not going into your wallet, Okay. You're not going okay. into your wallet next time. Okay. okay. I got, I got, I got hey, hey, I got this tape. Yeah. I got this on tape. Now. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't say when I come to Dallas, but when we, we come back to, noticed, we come back to I Blue Ribbon. I noticed, I noticed when you, you didn't mention Dallas, so the Dallas is on me, which you know what? I'll be glad to do. Oh, I'll my, be glad to do. My man, look, looking forward to seeing you, man. Yeah. Our, our favorite right. spot, no question. Blue Ribbon to Cosmopolitan, my guys over there. Yes. Johnny and the oh, guy, yeah. they, they do it up. No doubt about they it. They do it right. All right, brother. Uh, enjoy the games, man, and we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Sounds good. See you now. Take care. There he is. Houston Nutt, the coach, former coach at Ole Miss, Arkansas, Boise State back in the day. CBS Sports, fantastic job that he does.